Hello, everybody. Welcome to Street Fight Radio, the number one anarcho-comedy podcast on any station across the nation. I am Brian. I'm hosting for a little bit. Uh, Brett will be back. I, you know, uh, maybe came back uh, a, a week early, and uh, we're gonna take a little bit of time. So, B Dog is here. You're gonna be able to call me on the telephone and a lot of you are gonna to have to call because there's not enough people on hold in order for me to do a show all by myself tonight. Um, how's everybody going? I see in the chat, everybody's being kind. PTR Bob said, was Man Cal too powerful? Yes, he is. He, he has fought demons and killed demons. So, uh, you know, a powerful guy is always gonna fucking kill a demon or two. But, um, you know, give us a call, 614-655-3887. We are on WCRS-FMLP in Columbus, Ohio. And, uh, you know, it's been a, a week. I have, uh, uh, you know, I'm doing some Legos, answering DMs, uh, talking to people online, having just, having just a hell of a time. And now I'm here to sit on the phone and talk to you. People. I don't know what I was going to call you there. I think it was going to be freaks, but I thought it sounded too much like radio, like morning. Oh, hey, look at all you freaks. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, Brett will be back this week is uh, Brian week. You're just going to get me and we'll we'll uh, uh, we'll get everything back together. It's it's uh, it's a it's a hike. You know what I mean? You got to walk up that hill and uh, uh proudly a freak you are all freaks that's what i'm calling you now so what i'm going to do now uh so that uh-oh somebody asked that the skype is working this week poochie d i don't know what skype is i don't know if we use skype during the week so i don't know uh i am going to go ahead and answer a call and just have a chat with a person and then I will take another call and take another call. And that's how it's going to go. Cause I suck at one man shows. Hey, thanks for calling street fight. Who am I talking to tonight? Hey, what's up, dude? It's bear bear. First call bear. That's weird. You can't be the first caller. That's I, against the rules. I was the first caller there for a while, but then I got lazy, you know, as, as we do over here. Don't we all? I mean, that's that's part of the gimmick. There is is uh, we all got to be lazy freaks. I I don't know why I'm calling everybody freaks now. That is really stupid. <laughs> is, that, is that our new fandom name? Is, is freaks? No, no. I there isn't going to be any fandom names in this world. Okay, it's not a radio show. I don't think so. No, yeah. we need we need a fandom name. I I'm I'm. I'm vetoing this. We need a fandom name, and it should be Freaks. Yeah, call it. And then I could, I could, but Opie and Anthony did this, but I could do play the song calling all freaks, all freaks, all freaks when you come on. You know what I mean? But that was an Opie and Anthony thing before they went on vacation, so I can't really do that. No, you can you can totally jack their shit. It doesn't even matter. I've been doing it for eleven years, so. Uh, I don't think they can do anything about it. I, not only been jacking their shit, I've been making fun of them, which is like at insult to injury. 
It's like I mean, honestly, we should. I think we should steal more stuff from other shows. I think we should just like appropriate all their culture. Yeah, nationalize opium. Well, we can't. You know, they got a lot of bad parts of their culture, but. Yes, we should take all the good parts, which I am not going to bring up, I don't think. Yeah, we we can't just take all the good shit. Yeah, we can just ignore the bad stuff. Yeah, like the thing where we have people call into radio shows and ruin the radio show. Uh, we could do that if there were still yeah, radio yeah. shows. <laughs> I mean, there's still radio shows out there. Nobody's listening to them. All the I mean, there's like a... Ed. No, we got one here in Atlanta, some conservative fuck. Yeah, but I mean, all his listeners are dead. That's like make work for conservatives. You know what I mean? It's like um, if you go to a temp place as a conservative, they just give you a radio show. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you go to a, a, a temp agency and you say, hi, I have really crazy politics. Uh, really crazy right-wing politics, then they will tell you, uh, then they will tell you, hey, you know, we're going to put you on the buzz or whatever the, the news radio station is in town. And uh, so, yeah. That Wait. Is, is that real? No. No. But do do I, I mean, agencies really do that? They should. They sh You should be able to get a job as a radio host at a temp agency. I mean... It's not like it's a highly specialized skill. You just got to be able to talk. I was about to say that I will, if that's the case, then I will straight up go to our temp agency and be like, hey, I'm like a right winger and, and get on the radio and then say some crazy left wing shit. I mean, it does really feel like like if you say you're right wing, then you're going to become like you you will get a job. If you're an immediate like if I was like I'm right wing, I'd have a job immediately. Like like I think I could, you know, get hired doing like regular ass radio to 15 people in the middle of the day on an AM station and uh everything would be like perfect. Uh the Munza in the chat said free beer and hot wings are still going. So there is that happening. Uh you could still do free beer and hot wings. And, uh, that's something, yeah. you know, uh, but yeah it, yeah, it is. That's a good show though. I mean, it's very funny. People were trying to, to get me to cover them, but it's like, nobody cares enough about free beer and hot wings to have an archive. I can't make fun of them, you know? And JC and the, yeah, I'm going to be and, honest. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. It's a show. It's a pod. It's a radio show called free beer and hot wings. Get it to trick people. Into, like, oh yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, uh, now I get it. It is really easy to be right wing because all you have to do is say the meanest thing you can think of at any given time, which you know I happen to be an expert at. And uh, I, uh, I, I personally have invaded many right wing spaces by just uh, ranting about uh, guns and how much I hate the government, and they let me in. And then I say some wacky leftist shit, and it's a 50-50 toss-up. Sometimes they'll just blindly agree with me because that's what conservatives do. And the other 50%, you get the one guy who actually knows what he's talking about, and he's like, wait a minute, you're one of them liberals. Well, it's funny. It, it's funny because, like, 
you could almost just say the meanest shit possible without being racist or homophobic and you would be you would be a great right wing radio guy right like they get to be racist and homophobic but i think you could get out on the other end of this by being not racist not homophobic and you just jump out on the other end and uh um you know you you just say like oh you know poor people are pain in the ass you know what i mean and that's not like racist or anything but you could just say like i don't think poor people should be allowed to eat and they would hire you for the radio in a second right yeah i was they would definitely let me on the air oh it would be the easiest shit in the world to say something like that like ah you don't get to eat i don't know i i'm trying to think it's always poor people aren't allowed to eat that's always the thing they that is the thing that pisses them off more than anything is that poor people get are allowed to eat like food that tastes good sometimes you know which you can that can even be yeah we're talking about like mcdonald's and shit like that we're not talking about like um obviously can't name a fancy restaurant right now (laughs) oh my god um there was a there was was a fucking there was this dude who came in one time and the chilies while i've been working there and like he was like, hey, I'm hungry. I need something to eat, but I can't pay for anything. And I was like, all right, yeah, what do you want? I got you, whatever it is, right? And I was just going to go make the shit for him. And then my manager complained when he found out. And he was like, well, if he's that hungry, he should have been happy with some, like, you know, chicken tenders or whatever because he got a steak. And I'm like, what the fuck is your problem, dude? Like, why, why can't he eat a steak? Like, leave the man alone. I know. The food don't cost you nothing, sir. And see, I even called the boss a sir. Right. <laughs> I was like, I made the food. You didn't make the food. You didn't pay anybody to make the food. I'm still doing my job you paid me for. What the hell is your problem? I don't. Why do you fucking care if the guy eats a steak or chicken tenders? That is so needlessly mean. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, he said that he should have been happy with the chicken tenders we had already made. And I was like, no, he wanted a steak. I was going to pick up. Leave the fucker alone. Better yet, don't ask me why I'm making food. Just leave me alone. I don't fucking get involved. Exactly. Yeah. And and it's like, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, you should be able to. I I don't know. I think, and I've said this on the show a few times in the past too about like bathrooms, public bathrooms, and shit like that. Is like, if you're allowed to run a business in the public square, as they call it then you should be allowed to call it, then you should have to let people go to the bathroom. And I feel like 99% of people, if you tried to give 99% of people food, right? And you said, these are, this is your food here. Here you go. Uh, All of you get a little, you have to get some food. Cause listen, people try to give me free stuff a lot more than you would think for a, you know, a big time high rolling podcaster like me. And I just don't take it unless they make me take it. Right. Like I've had people send me money because they have my PayPal from another thing that we've done in the past. You know what I mean? So like, uh, that kind of stuff is that I can't stop that kind of shit from happening. But like, I can like, I can do the, uh, like, I can, like, uh, um, 
Well, no, Molik Frolics. I'm not going to send it your way. It's my money. But like, uh, I don't like taking it. Like, anytime <laughs> somebody tries to pay me for a podcast appearance, I'm like, nah, nah, don't worry about it. Don't, hey, don't worry about it. But in my mind, I'm like, I could use 60 bucks currently or 40 bucks, you know, because that's what people usually pay between 40 and 60 bucks. It's like, I could use 40 bucks. That wouldn't fucking hurt me at all. Right. You know what I mean? And, um, see, I'm not. I'm not one of those people. I love getting free shit. I'll take whatever people offer me. I do too. That's the thing. That's why we have to get everybody out there should get. That's why every single person out there should get my PayPal so they can just send me money rather than, you know, me giving it to them one time. And then 10 years later, they send you a bunch of, they send you some money because you seem desperate. (laughs) Yeah. Personally, like I, I'm, I'm one of those people who just like has no sense of like what money's worth. Even now, like living the way I do and having like a really low income job and shit, I will still just blindly give away money to people. They'll be like, "Oh man, I'm, I'm having a rough time," and I just like hand them whatever cash I got. Like I am still one of those fuckers, which ends up biting me in the ass. I'm not, I'm not bragging about it or anything. You know, it's just like. This is but why, because of that, I also always take whatever people offer me, you know? I'm so fucking bad about that, too, because, like, I don't carry cash ever. Like, in order for me to have cash on me, I have to have gone to the dispensary. And if I've gone to the dispensary, I, I will have, like, 15 mm-hmm. bucks on me, and then maybe I'll hand it to somebody. But, like, that, I will never need cash. I pay with my phone. 100% of the time. Every single I never time. Feel my phone. <laughs> even I if never, it doesn't even I, if it I, doesn't I, take the phone, I just wave it in front of the thing and they're like, "No, it doesn't. We don't we don't do that here." I always I always carry cash on me and usually a lot of it um just because I hate I'm I'm one of those really paranoid like tech people. Like, I don't, I don't talk about that much on the show or anything because, like, it's not, I don't think it's a very good thing to be. I think it's kind of regressive. But, like, I don't, I don't ever pay with my card or my phone. I try to always use cash for everything. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. I hate it. it you know, I've said it before on the show. Once I take cash out of the fucking bank, that cash is spent. And I just am willy nilly with it. I'm all over town fucking yeah. walking that around and shit. So. I can't. Well, clearly I, can't I have, have the same problem. And that's what sucks because I'm walking all day and I'm walking by homeless people and stuff like that. And they're asking me for stuff and I don't have nothing to give them. And I'm just like, uh, I just keep walking. I don't want to waste their fucking time. So I genuinely probably look like an enormous selfish asshole when I'm out on my walks. Yeah. But I just, I am busy. Like I have a job. Granted, it's a stupid job, but uh, I'm generally like listening to stuff. For work, like because I have to listen to a lot yeah. of stuff to do this to do the miniseries stuff. I have to listen to a lot of stuff to make that happen. You know what I mean? Right. And like uh, I just yeah. can't. I can't stop and talk to everybody on the street that I see. And like uh, I don't have any cash, and I don't take my my uh, uh, headphones out. I will say that I've seen a couple of uh, buskers. Is that what they're called? Uh, with Venmos and I've dropped, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've dropped them a few bucks every now and then, you know, uh, that's the little thing I do. 
Uh, but other than that, I just don't. I wish we could give everybody a like. People got mad about those Obama phones, right? They were the best thing yeah. we ever did. That was one of the smoothest moves we ever took. We should do Obama phones with G Pay, Apple, whatever, all that stuff, so they have it. And then I can just tap. Here's your yeah. money, sir. <laughs> I uh, I uh. Oh my god! I, I do have a funny busker story. Just since you mentioned it, there was a dude outside my local Target playing an electric violin one time, and I thought that was just the coolest shit on the planet. So I handed him like I, I put like all the cash I had in my pocket in his uh in his little case, and I walked off. And I realized that was all the cash I had in my pocket and that I was just broke now, and <laughs> so I had like another week where I just had no money. That sucks. That fucking sucks. And uh, and it wasn't. He wasn't even particularly good. I just thought the electric violin was cool. And so my brain, in my brain, I was like tipping the idea of the electric violin and not him. So I was like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, that's worth all my money. And then I realized later, I'm like, wait a minute. It is crazy how long it's been. Like how, how short it took because like there was like a time where like you would never pay with your phone or let the internet be something that you're sending money through and shit like that and now it's like I, I mean i didn't i got a bank account when i was in my 20s probably my mid-20s or something like that and yeah. uh i would get paid this is the crazy i do this still to this day in sort of kind of a way right like i get paid uh brett sends it to my paypal actually and then i just uh switch it all into my bank account leave zero dollars in the paypal and, um, and so I was like, uh, okay, I'm gonna, uh, I used to get paid. I would cash my check and then put like $50 in the bank and then carry cash to take all the rest out for cash. <laughs> that is the yeah. dumbest way to do things. What I always do, here's my move is, um, I, I get paid, right? I get that direct deposited into my bank account. Uh, and then I, I take out like almost all of it in cash, right? And then whatever cash I have left over at the next pay period, which is usually none. But if I have any, I'll, I'll dump it into my savings. And it never works out. Like my savings is shit, but you oh, know. Bear, I'll tell you fucking something that, that you'll feel for me, for real. Uh, my daughter her bank account's connected to my bank account. So I can see her checking account and I can see her savings account. And it's right. her savings account is right under my savings account and her checking account is right above my checking account. So there are times, well, 100% of the time, if I log into the bank app, I see that my daughter has uh, $1,000 in her savings and I have five. That that is one thing that is <laughs> really fucking painful. <laughs> but then the times where I open I, up, the times where I open up the app and I see that she just plain has more money than me, it's just that hurts. That's a really painful situation for me. My God, I have had I've had so many times where ever, it just never failed. I drive a really old shitty car that's technically not even mine because I bought it from my parents and then they never transferred the title over and other shit. I'm like, no, no, that's our car. So I, it's not even actually mine. So 
but every time I get like any amount of money built up, I fucking like something happens to the car, which is like normal, but it's always like weird shit that takes me at least like a month to get fixed just because I have to find somebody that can fix it. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago, I ran off the side of the road and it bent the inside of like the, the wheel, like out of place, like the inside rim of the wheel itself. It bent it like six inches up. Like it was like, a, it probably wasn't six inches. It's probably closer to like two or three, but still it like bent it out of place and it straight up could not hold a tire on it anymore. And so like trying to find someone that could fucking fix that or replace it was like impossible because nowhere has just like wheels. They just have like tires. You have yeah. to go to like a junkyard or like a pro shop to get like wheels and shit. Yeah, I had a, uh, I, I had a car, uh, my wife was driving, she turned a corner and she heard something pop and it was one of the lug nuts on the, on the wheel. It just, popped Oh right God. Off. So I was like, well, you drive my car, I'll drive your car or whatever. And, uh, I drove that car for months and months and months and months without the lug, uh, to work. I just didn't drive it on the freeway. I just drove off the freeway. So I had to leave extra early and. I had to drive this like really long way to get to my job. And uh, this is before they would let me drive my van home. So I was driving in a work van all day and then driving a shitty car with three lugs. And uh, no, everybody that quoted me on it, I'm telling you, people quoted $5,000 to fix it. It was crazy. Just crazy. Oh, my numbers. God. Crazy numbers. Yeah, yeah. Which is straight bullshit. It does not cost $5,000. Yeah, but it, it had broken off. You know what I mean? It wasn't. It wasn't I, that it it was it. It had broken off, so it needed to be drilled out. And that, if they say that, if they say it needs to be drilled out, that is going to cost you five thousand. Like they'll just tell you that this is going to cost you five thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Because we got to drill it out, and they make you feel like, oh yeah, that's probably like a really hard job to do. And uh, so I I just. I ended up having a friend who just ha he had a dad that worked at a place that actually services like Rolls Royces and shit like that. And he uh, had yeah. me bring, he had me bring my car there and uh, he had me bring my car in there and I had to bring it in way after hours. So none of the people that were there to like check out their stored Rolls Royces could see my car. You know what I mean? Like they didn't right. want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a place for like exotic cars. Very, very rich people. Like he took me around and showed me all the cars, and it, it was pretty crazy. Um, not a car guy, so I didn't really give a fucking shit. But uh, it was neat to be around, like you know, five hundred thousand dollar cars or whatever. Um, so like, uh, I get it in there, and in I, I'm telling you, bear fucking six minutes i was driving away with a new uh thing and i also ended up finding out that the lug broke because i went to one of my fucking used tire places that i go to because i'm cheap as shit and uh and especially at i only time, buy I was, used tires i feel that i was incredibly broke and i wasn't paying attention to them and they just put a whole new wheel on my car and it wasn't one that fit my car so, uh, it really fucked me there. I, uh, I have a local used tire shop. Um, it's just called Latino tires. 
and it's ran by these two uh, small immigrant men and one very large, like, straight-up South L.A. Cholo who just flew out here to, like, not be bothered by, uh, like, <laughs> the people that he was associated with out there. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the guy... That's the guy that they always get to talk to me, and he's always straight up with me about shit. He's just like, hey, yo, we, we like, he's told me before that he could get me, like, cheaper deals on tires that he's, like, taken off other people's cars that were fine, but they told him, like, oh, no, these are, like, dangerous. Like, you gotta, you gotta get rid of this shit. And then they, like, just take the old tires and sell them. Right. That's what, like, being, I guess, broke or poor or, or, you know, obviously I hate to say poor because, like I was eating every night and stuff like that, but like yeah. you're I just, mean, you're still poor, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's tough. Uh, I have a really hard time talking about how like there was that time in my life that I talk about where like I was hustling a lot harder than I am now. I'm not that much of a hustler, you know what I mean? And uh, right. although I have been selling Legos, like. I haven't been holding on to my Legos. I have been selling some of them on Twitter too. So nobody takes no money out of my account. It, like, cause eBay, will right. so I sell them on Twitter because people want my leg. I even signed some Legos for somebody, uh, uh, the Ghostbusters. And I signed it with one of those uh, gold Sharpies. And I said, you just made this Lego set worth less. And then signed my name. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> when people ask for my, I've that's, never. That's actually. 90% of the time. That's a dope as fuck autograph. Every time somebody asks me to sign something, I sign that. I sign, you just made this worth less, Brian. Or murder Brian or Brian Quinby. You know, I I, I, I go back and forth on that shit. But like. um, Yeah. Yeah. So. I just, yeah, it's funny because like, it's, it's funny because like, I want, I drove two incredibly shitty cars that I bragged about how little I paid for them the whole time I drove them. Like I thought I was the king of the fucking shit because I was driving a fucking 95 Achieva that I paid $500 for. And it was a fucking piece of shit. Like, and it ended Dude, up breaking after you just hear a few weeks. I feel that, but do you want to hear a flex? Do you want to hear an absolute flex if, if you want to brag about cheap cars? Yeah. I drove a $300 two-door Honda Civic. It was a 2000 Honda Civic. It was, a, it was a coupe. I paid $300 for it, and the front end was smashed in on it, but it still drove just fine. And I loved that thing to death. I named it Leviathan. That's my, <laughs> that car was the love of my life. I regret nothing about that car. I ride the <laughs> shit out of it. I tr I beat the hell out of it. I lost my virginity in the back of that car. Oh man, I fucking missed that car. Is it me and my three hundred dollars? Best three hundred dollars I've ever fucking spent. My wife had a Nova that was three hundred bucks or five hundred bucks that she spent that was just incredible. Uh, it's funny. Uh, forever since breakfast, I will be selling a Batmobile soon. The Batmobile and maybe a Jurassic Park set. And uh, give me about a month and a half, and I'll tell you what, I'll be selling the Space Shuttle Discovery with the Hubble Telescope, because I don't give a rat's ass about space, but I bought it. <laughs> I'll be copping that one. That's the first one I bought that was like, I'm doing this 100% for resale. Like, that's what I'm doing. 
Yeah. And, uh, I have... I have a few things like that in my DVD collection where, like, I don't give a shit about this. I just know it's worth more. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it, it, it is like with Legos, I'm just trying to get to, I just like building this stuff. Like, it feels good to, like, sort of build the stuff. But, like, they don't, they don't make, like, a lot of Lego sets for guys like me unless it's a car. Right? Like, so... All the ones that are for right. like cars and video game ones, not it, it's there. They don't make like a ton of like, I don't know, like cool ones. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't make a gun. How cool would it be if they made a Lego gun or like a, uh, they, uh, <laughs> I feel like they did do something like that at some point. I remember that really distinctly. I don't know why the John wick set. What, why don't they make a John Wick Lego set? We need an R-rated a, Lego. A John set. Wick. <laughs> I think there's got to be one out there already. It's no. got to exist. I mean, you can go on. You can go on Amazon, and any set you search for will have 27 different kinds. But when you start reading about it, it it's like a lot of them are bootlegs. And uh, the pieces don't fit together right. And uh, you guys all know about me. I'm just, I'm not buying a bootleg. It's just, it's not the B-Dog style. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, I love bootlegs. I love uh, knockoff merch. Uh, I know, but if it's Legos, just buy the goddamn Legos. You know? Legos not a, I guess it is kind of yeah. a company. You never, you never bought like little bricks. I, that's the one that I think's in all the Dollar Generals now. Uh, mini bricks, I think, is what's called. Mega blocks, I think, is what you're talking about. And I have looked. No, 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 because there's mega blocks too. But that one's like that one's a like okay bootleg. There, and then there's like one that's like just straight shit, but is also like pretty popular. Yeah, yeah. It's the one that I got as a kid for like Christmas. Oh, Playmobil and Mega Blocks are the ones I know of. Uh, and I looked yeah. into Mega Blocks recently because they're doing a Masters of the Universe set, but and they also have a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the the Terror Drome gimmick. Like they they got the Teenage yeah. Ninja Turtles I, deal, and uh, I would love to do that, but it's really small amount of pieces and for children. I did see that, uh, the TMNT one from Megablocks, and I thought about copping it, even though it is, like, uh, like, like an easy set, just because, like, I am a, I'm a TMNT diehard fan. I have yeah. the entire classic series on DVD. I was looking into Garbage Pail Kids earlier tonight, earlier today, and uh, there's a cartoon that I really want to watch. Our buddy Justin Comer posted that there was this cartoon, and uh, I got, like, super... I got like really into it, but then I, I'm not going to end up watching it. I'm not going to go home and watch cartoons. I got to watch uh, adult stuff for gentlemen. Um, but nah, you get, you gotta, you gotta like watch cartoons every once in a while. It's okay to like take a break from like normal stuff. You know, I haven't watched a Just cartoon indulge. in a long time. Bob burger, Bob, every now and then I'll watch Bob's burgers with the uh, wife and kid. You know what I mean? And uh, that is, you don't watch nice. like uh, King of the Hill. Uh, yeah, you know, me, and my wife, me and my wife have watched King of the Hill. That's true. That's a good point. I like King. I like Hank Hill's tiny butt. And I also feel like uh, I, 
I I feel like if if there's one Hank Hill on the internet, it's it has. Well, no, it's Jesse. I was gonna say it's me, but it's Jesse Farrar is really our Hank Hill. I would have to say, just I know. I people are gonna be like, that's an insult. It's not. I was gonna call myself Hank Hill at first. So uh, yeah, I uh, I usually watch Bob's Burgers if I can, but most of the time I'm always trying to find something new. Uh, and something where people are getting killed. I always just like to watch things where people are getting killed. That's just like, I, I'm a, I'm a guy that watches TV shows where people get killed. So, uh, yeah, Yeah. I got a full queue. I gotta, I gotta hang it up and get on to the next person. It's always good to talk to you. It's always very fun. Oh yeah. Always, man. Um, real quick before I go, I do want to plug my uncle's Twitch. He's not live right now, but uh, he will be tomorrow. Uh, everyone go check out, uh, Lofter TDT on Twitch. I'll, uh, right. I'll drop in chat in a minute and type it out for you guys. That's fresh. All right. Your uncle's Twitch. All right. Talk to you later. Uh, bear. That's the coolest one you've ever had. Have a good night. <laughs> My uncle, hey, look at my uncle's Twitch. My uncle would have punched me if I said the word Twitch in front of him. Uh, thank you for calling Street Fight. Who am I talking to tonight? Hi, it's Hank in Los Angeles. El Hanko. That's what I call you now, El Hanko. How's it going, Hank? It's going great. I'm doing just El Fino. There okay. you go. Yeah. That's, yeah. I made it worse. You did yep. a little bit. I did. But uh, how's it going? How's it going? Hey, what's up? Mui. Uh Going good. Uh, you, you, you shouldn't beat yourself up so much about your hosting skills. I think maybe a little practice doing stuff alone. But, you're, you know, it's, it's awful sweet of you to care so much about the show. Um, but I think you could probably just turn on the mic and just have at it. Just ramble, ramble through and, uh, you know, maybe that'll work. Well, I mean, I, you know, I hope to not I do too many of these. Uh, but I also, you know, I, I think, I think it's probably, I don't know. I, I it, like I said, it's a, it's a hard thing to talk about cause I don't like to put our stuff out there, but like, uh, uh, just, you know, I, uh, I hope, I totally. hope I have Brett back soon. I'll say that. Yeah. But well, I also, honestly, I, I really, I, I, I've, I've, uh, I really want him to be, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I really want him to be part like, well, I don't want him to feel sort of pressure. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't want him to feel pressure. I want him to come back here when he feels perfect. You know what I mean? I can do this. Absolutely. It's just, it's, 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 it's stupid. You just sit here and talk anyway. Right, right, right. I, I didn't mean to like imply either that um, like you're prepping for his absence. That's that's not at all what I was saying. Um, I, I uh, and I know that's not what you're saying or, or what I was saying. I just want to be very clear about that. But um, like I I do solo podcasts and have for a few years, and uh, it does feel weird. You do just feel like a, a wildly uh, out of sorts, uh, dysregulated person, just you know, flapping your gums away, especially when you don't have an audience like me. Um, so it, 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 at least in your case, you have people that are actually going to click on play and listen to you, um, do it. So, um, I guess I'm just commenting on it cause I, I, I have done both, um, podcasts with people as well as like by myself. I and, love, uh, uh, as you can I, tell, I can just start talking and then never stop. 
So yeah, I have to my few skills. I have to read this one because it's really funny. The Munza in the chat said, "If the Grease Man can do it, you can." Or if the Grease Man can do it, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, I have shame. I'm not like the Grease Man because I have. If I had to do a call-in show where I fucking have to call the people, that is not something that, like, I would never do that. I would quit. I'd fucking quit and go into hiding if I had to do something like that. Um, so I, I yeah. could never be the grease man. Those old radio guys, they just never wanted Who's to Who's the grease quit. man? Huh? Oh, God. Uh, so Who I do this. Explain. I do this. Thing on the Patreon called uh, uh, Shocktober every year. It's coming soon, I believe. Uh, yes, yeah. it's coming soon. I'm not going to say I believe. It's definitely happening. Um, and I talk about shock jocks. And the one that set the world on fire last year was the Grease Man because uh, I don't know. He sucks. I mean, one of quite possibly the worst radio guys I've ever heard in my life is what I'm going to say. Uh, but does he, he have any other name, or is that just Grease Man? I've no, never heard the of Grease, Grease Man, Man. Doug Tracked, the Grease Man. It's the Grease okay. Man Jew. Uh, right. But <laughs> he talks like a, I don't know. He, it, yeah, there, there's, oh, now people are asking me. I love how, like, I say the word Grease Man one time and 15 people are like, play the tuna fish song. Hey, was that square dancing thing about jerking off? Hey. <laughs> But yeah, it those old radio guys, man, they they just those old radio guys didn't quit. They just kept going. And if they fucking didn't have an audience anymore, they just kept going. It was never um a thought that like it's never going to be a thought that Opie from Opie and Anthony will always do radio. It does not matter how low his numbers get. You know what I mean? And that to me, yeah, is that's the sign of what those what that old radio shit is is the is that that like there's this like sort of shameless kind of i have to be on the air what i have to say has got to be heard and i don't feel that i don't have that feeling right like I don't have, I do a show. I know it might sound like because I do the show, I have this this need to be heard. I don't have a need to be heard. I, I have a need to talk is the is the real thing. And uh, um, that's, that's really what I am. It, it's like, I'm just a dude that like needs to talk. And if it all went away tomorrow, uh, I would still be talking. Like I wouldn't stop talking. But I wouldn't do it on a podcast, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Right. I don't know. The Grease Man, yeah, those be, guys always a, bum me out. Bothering everybody. Yeah, those guys always bum me out because I'm like, why can't you? Okay, so we're talking about Opie just a minute ago. Like, he's a fucking millionaire. He is a multi-millionaire. Why is he doing fucking YouTube videos for a thousand people? Like, why is he doing that? That's humiliating. Just quit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder about how, like, the pre-internet, like, kind of uh, radio types that came up before the internet, so that they were sort of, and those who were successful before the internet became so dominant, that they had um, a much, they had, like, a, a different status profile in their community, you know, like local yes localized regional celebrities like i i grew up outside chicago i lived in chicago for uh 10 years after college oh, so like all the chicago locals chicago you, you kind of knew who the 
<laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But uh, buddy, we uh, we know. Gary. What? No, no. There is a Chicago guy Gary. that everybody like. loves here, uh, and that is the man cow. He is well, a like, big deal. Yeah. Actually, beat Howard Stern in Chicago. Howard Stern never beat man cow in Chicago, and that what that says to me and to many other people, and even. Felix Biederman, who is from Chicago, uh, is that people in Chicago are stupid. <laughs> so I'd say, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I a lot, love a lot it. Of, I'm uh, going a lot there of bacteria in, a, in that water. I'm, I'm going there in a week. I'm, I'm going there. Not next Sunday. I'll be here. The Sunday after that, I will not. I'm going there Labor Day weekend. I'll be watching wrestling. Right. Uh, you know, all out. If you're going to all out. And you want to talk to the B dog? Let me know because I'll talk to you. I'm I'm meeting some like some of my friends, the uh, uh, some of the guys that are going to be co-hosts with me on Everything Beast, the my wrestling show, and uh, going to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be fun, I think. You know, you'll um, have a great time. It's a good city. I love fucking Chicago, and I love fucking wrestling. So I'm going to have the fucking time of my life checking that out. That's so, fantastic. Uh, yeah, I, I mean you. live wrestling yep. in live wrestling with a hot crowd is there's nothing like it, you know. Um, I I love it. I've been to a wrestling a couple wrestling shows. I got to see uh, we were supposed to see mankind wrestle, but uh, this motherfucker dude love showed up. It was oh. extremely disappointing. Um, but we but got that, I, I, that was back in like the attitude era. What an attitude era guy. <laughs> You're an attitude era guy. I like to do love more. You're giving me more credit than I deserve, right? But I did, I did, uh, I do know mankind and Mick Foley as a as a guy. I don't, I don't have a big uh, encyclopedia in my brain like you do for all the all the different eras and t- in the in the. I almost called them players. That's how little I am into into wrestling. But I had a blast at the at the show. It, we were like close to the stage, kind of, you know, like within like fifty feet not up against it or anything, but they were whacking each other with uh, like garbage and popcorn was spilling everywhere. And boy, it was just one of my peak memories better than sex. Yeah, 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 for sure. And, and it is fun. It, you know what? If you don't like wrestling, uh, you should try it. Just go to it sometime and like go yeah. to a cheap one, go to one that's like 10 bucks at, and, and like, like you can go see the lowest level wrestling and have the best fucking night. It's just one of those things that like seeing it live, you don't, you don't go to a lot of shows where you can boo people. You know what I mean? Like if you go to a, what am I, what I'm trying to say? If you go to a show and um, you boo people, everybody looks like, looks at you like you're a fucking huge dickhead. If you go to wrestling and do it, that's just part of the job. That's what you do. (laughs) You're supposed to boo people and yell at them and heckle them. And I think that's what's fun, you know? Um, Right. You don't go to an an Adele concert and really start laying in on her real hard because she's the, you know, because you're booing her and she's the foil or something or the heel or whatever. Yeah. You, you yeah. Keep the, that's a good point. You only really boo at, at, at like competitive sporting events like wrestling or stuff like that. It's super dramatic. It's really exciting to be at a wrestler. I mean, it's, it's storytelling is what it is, right? It's it soap is. operas for dudes. And anybody who is into uh, dynamic, in, exciting stories, if you like good movies, if you're a fan of like 
Shawshank Redemption, maybe you should go to a wrestling show if you like a good story. Because that's what it is. It's good storytelling. You don't know who's going to win. You don't know how it's going to play out. And it's really easy to get swept up in, into the uh, emotions of the whole thing. It's, it, 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 was, it was a blast, man. It was exciting. I'm glad you get to go. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm fun. I've been to one Dynamite since the thing, and it was really fun. But going to a pay-per-view is just, that's a whole other level. I love going to the pay-per-views. It just, you feel like you're part of something big. Uh, I mean, it also feels like you're part mm-hmm. of something big when you're on at like a, a T like when I went to dynamite, I was like, you're on a TV set. It's incredible. It's fucking really cool yeah. to watch how this thing you watch on TV, this huge thing, this, this larger than life sort of arena thing that you watch every week and you see, you see what it's like. You see, you see how they film it. You get to see the cameras and and what goes on during the commercials and stuff like that. And and I I really think that like that kind of thing is is like one of those experiences that you don't I don't know you don't get it often. So uh, it's pretty fun. I don't know. I I I uh, I I like going to any sport though. I go to baseball. I go to football. I anything that's a sport. I'm fucking totally into. Uh, I I just uh, I'm very that's, uh, into that's it. good. You're... I think I like it more than I like going to music um, now because I've seen too many concerts. You know, right, right. Yeah, concerts can be fun, but they might they lack the kind of uh, dramatic undertow undertow that uh, a lot of wrestling that wrestling has, or, or that a show that a, a story like a wrestling show has. You know, not that there can't be some fun emotional experiences at a concert of course but yeah what yeah, about combat yeah. like like ufc are you ever into ufc stuff or, or i would uh, go kind of thing or um i would yeah. go uh I, but i've never been no i think I've, it would uh, be very fun i I've, i used to do uh cameraman work I, i've done like every kind of job here in los angeles on every side of the camera and so i used to do like uh, camera operator stuff with this small production company for local ufc fights now it wasn't like the official ufc organization it was more like the farm team there's like every all these weird industries weird little sports have like their sort of yeah Yeah. or whatever i don't even know the names but yeah there's some local but it was a feeder it was like a feeder network in la you know southern california is going to have a pretty uh um, robust you know amateur uh aspiring to be professional um uh you know uh fighting whatever i don't even know what the hell to call it um under what what do you what what am i talking about i don't want to call it cage fighting mma mma that's the word i couldn't think of it mma so my job so those were long days man i barely got paid any money it was like 150 bucks for like 12 hours of work it really sucked and it was like taping wires down to the floor but you get to see the entire production from the setup when you show up at 11 a.m to when the show starts at like 7 or 8, 8 p.m and then you got to clean up and uh, pick everything, or, you know, take everything apart. So it was a ton of work. And I really loved the crew. It was a great group of people. But my, my role was usually on the cage. So they had like hexagon size. Like the octagon, I think, is UFC. Mm-hmm. But we would just uh, park up on these like platforms that were like four feet down from the top of the cage. So I'd be, and I'm six foot something. So I'm standing on the cage, not like safetyed in in any way. There's no no clips or anything like that, no safety harness. And uh, I could literally touch the fighters. And I did this probably seven or eight times. Um, and I, I've got to see a lot of different skill levels and a lot, you know, from like people that have only been doing it less than a year to like people that were like, you know, they would do the more skilled fighters at the end. 
And so I've been right up on it. Like, like literally blood could easily have splattered sweat and blood could easily splatter on me. And these things get messy and bloody. And, um, I always noticed though, how much respect all the fighters and everybody had for each other though. Like that's something that always jumped out at me. Well, that's Um, like the same thing with wrestling. uh, Yeah. But it's, it's a weird place to, to see all that. Like the wrestling thing where they're bleeding all over the place. And, uh, I remember the first mm-hmm. time I, I I love it when I'm watching pro wrestling and they bleed and I'm watching with somebody who doesn't watch it. And I'm like, yeah, uh, they keep, uh, they keep razor blades in their, uh, wrist tape so that they can cut their own heads. That's real blood. And pe- that, that blew my fucking mind when I found out about it. I just thought it was the coolest thing in the fucking world. So when you see blood in wrestling, that's real blood. That's kind of fucking cool. Right? Like another you know, thing. Another thing Adele will never do. Yeah. I, She'll yeah, exactly. never put a tack in a glove and just start smacking her own head. So blood no. pours out of it. Take, take fucking exactly. aspirin. They take really aspirin care. before they go out there. So there's more blood. It's just, there's, there's not a lot of theatrical Wait. experiences, but Zach H did have a, cause it's point. a blood thinner. Yeah. 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 They take blood thinners and shit. Uh, oh, Zach H wow. said our live music and sports, the only communal events left. And, um, I gotta say, I don't, I, other than Broadway, I guess, I guess Broadway is one, right? And then basically just going out to clubs. But even if you go out to a club, I don't feel like you're having a communal event, really. Everybody's having their own event when you go out to the club or the bar, right? you know? So yeah. I can't think of any well, other missing, than like, I mean, like what? Right. Yeah. Musical or yeah, I guess that's right. Plays or, but what are, what are some other like uh, formerly communal events that we don't do anymore? Like, obviously we're all kind of lacking community in our communities in this country and our, our, our cities should, and uh, you know, small towns or whatever could all do a better like fostering community. But what are some communal events like, I, like I harvest, think... harvest festivals or something? Well, I'll say this, <laughs> I'll say something. Uh, apple picking. I don't I'll know. say something along those lines, Hank, that that I don't know how people right. feel about this. They're way too expensive and, you know, they shouldn't be. But like amusement parks are kind of a big communal event oh, that right. people have. But I guess everybody's doing their own thing there, too. So it's kind of like and it's I just, you know, like poor people don't go to Disney World. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, right. Uh, I was never a, I wouldn't even call myself poor and I wasn't able to afford to take my daughter to Disney world. So like poor people don't go to Disney world and, uh, uh, or amusement parks. Really? My, my wife's talking about going to Dollywood in October. And, um, I, she said, I got, I could get a good deal on tickets. They'll be $85 a piece. I'm like, 85 fucking dollars. That's fucking almost $300 for us. So uh, I'm not going to Dollywood. What do you do in Dolly World? Dollywood, it's rides. Is it got like roller coasters? They got, well, yeah. They got roller coasters and stuff like that. But like, uh, I've never been. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I might still go. I'm, I'm saying I'm not going to, um, but I might. Bernard Zanders said throwing tomatoes at people in those headlock things. Yeah. Yeah. If we still, that was good stuff back (laughs) in the day. I mean, honestly, I always felt like that kind of stuff where like, if the person was like really bad, 
that can be fun, you know, throwing rotten fruit at people. Uh, that's something I'm, I'm thinking. So, uh, yeah, or or worse, fresh fruit, where it, when it's still kind of hard. I mean, yeah, unripe, really, is yeah. is what I would do. Unripe, right? Yeah, I'd rather well, I'd rather get hit by a a, a a soft brown banana than a firm green one. It's a fair point, Hank. That is a fair point. I yeah, gotta get. I know. I gotta get through Full the rest of, of these these callers, Hank. I'm taking my time. So, All right, dude. Uh, I'm a. I, you know, always good to hear from you. I hope to hear from you next week. It was my privilege to spend some time with you, and, and uh, much love to you and Brett and everybody listening. And my wrists Thanks. are doing better uh, to the person in the chat that asked. Thank you. Nice. Bye, everybody. I love you. Peace. My fucking hand is like. All of a sudden, two of my fingers just start hurting. I think it's arthritis, but I don't want to go around telling people I have arthritis. So it was a real problem. I think I think I have arthritis, but arthritis is an extremely uncool thing to have. So, you know, I'm just not going to tell people that, you know, um, and I just did. I just told people I have arthritis. Uh, thank you for calling Street Fight. Who am I talking to tonight? Hey, what's up, Brian? It's Skip from Columbus. What's up, Skip? How's it going? How's Columbus? How's the the sea bus doing? Uh, uh, you know, it's the same. Pretty shitty. Yeah. Uh, I know. We had weather bad. We had bad weather. <laughs> I mean, the weather was just a real bitch today. I was so mad about it. I almost died. Yeah, well, I kind of... Skip. Oh, were you out walking? I was out walking. I was probably a quarter mile from home when the sky turned black. And I swear to you, just the loudest thunder I've ever heard in my entire life. It was so loud that it made me jump. Like, yeah. here's the thing. I see the lightning and I know thunder's going to happen, but I still get scared when I hear the thunder. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, was, that 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 was my day. I got rained on. I went home. I took a shower and I came here. Well, I played Legos and then I came here. So it's fun. Just having a real great time. You got rained on and then you took a shower. I do that. Yeah. If I'm outside and I get because they always say the rain's bad, right? You're not supposed to like touch well, that's rain, true. you know, or eat or drink rain. <laughs> You're not supposed to drink rain. Well, I, yeah, that's what they say now. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the Teflon. I mean, obviously, that's a thing I heard like a week ago that I've brought up on two shows now. Um, but yeah, the Teflon is the issue. Yeah. Really. Um, so what? what's right. up, Skip? How's it going? Yeah, so, um, you know, I I did I was calling in mostly just because I wanted to uh, put in a plug for Camp Shameless. Um, yes. I know you guys went down there a couple weeks ago. Um, and I know, I know, I think maybe Brett's been down there recently. Um, and, um, I wanted to mention that they're, um, they're trying to raise some money to cover some legal costs for some things that they're doing to try and stay there. Um, I guess in case anyone's listening and doesn't know, this is a, a camp of, of unhoused folks who've been um, living in an empty lot in Columbus 
It's um, incredible. Doing it's lots a, of really neat things. And uh-huh. yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. I mean, like, it's weird to say like, it's really cool there. Cause it sounds like I'm just a tourist. Like I'm going to a tourist place, but yeah, uh, you go in there and they're, they're doing so much cool. It stuff. is really cool though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to mention that they're, uh, you know, so the, the city of Columbus is, is trying to trying to kick them out because obviously they can't they can't let anything like this uh, flourish um, in the midst and everybody just works for real estate developers so obviously this whole thing they're going to try and put an end to it but um, the folks at Camp Shameless are going to try and trying to stay there um, so they're they're trying to raise some funds to cover some legal costs so I just wanted to put in a plug for this. Um, and, um, just mentioned that you can, you can find the fund for this on cash app and it's first collective six, one, four. They're also on PayPal first collective. Um, so, you know, if anybody's got a couple bucks, they're trying to raise, um, you know, as much money as they need. I think the goal is like $10,000. Um, and, um, they're also having, um, a kind of resource fair on September 1st. The address there is uh, 905 East Main Street. So um, anybody who's around should come check it out and throw them a couple bucks if you got it. You should. You should. If you're in Columbus, it's a, re- it's a really it cool thing. I mean, it's honestly, yeah, it's like the, you know, <laughs> probably the coolest thing to happen in Columbus for a little while. Right. I th- it would be really nice, it, uh, like, I hate how they raid these things instead of saying like, well, could you like do it here? You know what I mean? Like, I don't see why. Mm, that's the a police, good point. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't they just say, hey, we don't really want it here for whatever fucking reason. Probably something stupid. But couldn't you just do it at this other right. place? And like, I'm sure everybody there would be willing to do it. You know? And they're really only asking they're they're they aren't I when I was there they were saying I don't even think they're planning to be there in the winter. So even removing them now is like just needlessly cruel, you know? Uh but yeah, there are so many oh, fucking yeah. There are so many fucking places though. Sorry, yeah. It it, it well, right. I mean, who the who the fuck knows? I mean, it's all it's all a, it's all a pretext. I mean, they're you know they just they just people see this as bringing down real estate values, and so that's why they do it. Right. Yeah, and that's I just oh, think and like, you know I think I gave the wrong address. It's sorry. Yeah, I'm it. I'm sorry, Brian. I think I gave the wrong address. It's Mound Street, nine hundred five Mound Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on one second here, uh, Mind Peace Riot. Mount. Yeah, you asked me if you should quit your job. I mean, I don't know. But I that was something that started when the call-in show first started. People would just call in and be like, "Hey, should I quit my job?" And it's like, "Well, I don't want to ruin your life." So. <laughs> it would be, it would be really yeah. nice if you you can make that decision on your own. Nah, quit your job, dude. Quit. Yeah. Well, Skip said quit. You got to quit then. That's just the way it is. Um, Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, because I walk all day around town, 
And when I'm walking, I, I see places where like, listen, nobody is at and nobody is looking. And I've seen the police clear those places right. too. Like little places like by railroad tracks or off of, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, off the highway uh, where it's not unsafe, mm -hmm. obviously. They, they live off the... They sort of live off the highway and, and all that stuff or, or like there's just if I mean, these are people like they have to like live. What what do you want them to fucking do? Where should they go? And and I know that they're like their their argument is that they should go to a shelter, but the shelters fucking suck shit. They're 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 oh, that's bullshit. That's total bullshit. Right, they're good for people. Uh, they're good yeah, for some not people. Yeah, there's not enough of them. You can't get in them. Yeah, I mean, it works for some people, but there's not enough of them. It doesn't work for a lot of people. A lot of in rules. a lot of different circumstances. It just doesn't work at all. It doesn't yeah. meet people where they are. Yeah. You know, you can't go in there. Oh, you can't come in here drunk, uh, which I get, like, the sentiment there. But, like, also, I mean, there, you can't, I don't see why you're telling a fucking adult person that they aren't allowed to get drunk. Like, or you got to be in here. You're not allowed to go outside at 10. You're not allowed to smoke. You're this and that. And it's just like, fuck this man. Of course people don't want to live there, you know? And, and it's really like, it's really just, it's so cruel for me to think that people should, that, that like, where can they go? There isn't a place to go for them where the police won't come and just kick them out. And that to me is that it's like such a fucking crime pisses me off. Really yeah. Taking a stand here. It's a travesty. It is. It absolutely is. But yeah, camp shameless, uh, give them the, give them the, uh, cash app again. So like it's first. Collective. Yeah. It's, uh, it's number the, one. The, the name of like the, the larger project is, is first collective. So it's first collective six, one, four on cash app. And uh, first collective on PayPal, and if you if you give just 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 put uh, put legal fund in the memo, and yeah, um, so that's why they know you're how, they know you're given for that. And if anything, for whatever reason, they don't end up using everything that goes for the legal fund, then it's all going to go to just general support for the camp and for the people who are staying there. Yes, yes, that's perfect. Yeah, help them out if you can. First Collective, look up Camp Shameless. It's a really cool place. Thanks for calling, Skip. Yep. Thanks, Brian. Bye-bye. Let's see who we got on the line. Let's see. Hello. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who am I talking to tonight? Hello. Hey, what's up? It's Andy, also in Columbus. Andy, oh, no, am I here? Columbus, are you calling about Camp Shameless? No, I mean, I, I do have a little bit of of uh, some cans and clothes I did plan on trying to get out there. It's cool. But you know I was not else? calling to actually talk about Camp Shameless. Yeah, they, you know, also you could talk, you could drop off. Uh, uh, I know when I was there, they needed batteries. Like not battery, but like, but everybody's like has to get in their car and start it to charge their phone or the people that have cars. Obviously, there's only like two people with cars there, but. Yeah, you should go. You should go. You get a lot out of it, and the people are incredibly nice, and uh, they will talk to you, and and uh, it really breaks your heart that they're going to fucking just decide to clear them out. So you should go have your heart broken. 
Yeah, that is that, that is absolutely depressing. It really shouldn't be happening, but unfortunately, uh, you know, it, 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 that's kind of the reality of uh, Columbus sometimes. They're just like, yeah, they're not bothering anybody, but get the fuck out of here. We got things to build. I just don't get it. I I really, I you know, I'm not I'm not some judge about this. Isn't like the nicest neighborhood in Columbus where they're like bringing down mm-hmm. and, and they should be allowed to be there too. I'm not saying anything like that, but this is so cruel because this isn't even the sort of place. Uh, this isn't just not the sort of place that it would even matter about the property values. You know, when you go there and see it, you're mm, just like, yeah, yeah the, the, I, it doesn't, this isn't, that's not what this place is, you know? So it it's really just them kicking them out. I mean, maybe there's somebody yeah. that's pissed off about it or something that's being a pain in the ass. But when I was there, the police just kept passing by it the whole time. It was really, really shit. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's a that's like a that's, that's a that's a level of oppression. You just it's not like hard, but it's like soft oppression. You know, it's it's depressing to see. Yes, yeah. So I I hijacked your call to talk camp shameless again. Uh, so, uh, what's up? <laughs> oh, not much. I've been enjoying the, uh, the MCU reboot series. Uh, got to listen to a few of those recently. And I was just watching Big Trouble in Little China. And I was just thinking that I heard a long time ago, it's not even like 2015 or 16, that like they wanted to reboot that. And I was watching it going, there's no, there's no way you could do this, right? It wouldn't, it wouldn't be any good either. <laughs> I got some what? bad news for you. <laughs> oh, God. They're not doing it, are they? They are. I thought they were doing it with The Rock. I think The Rock is going to be the Kurt Russell I heard, character. Yeah. Which, which really hurts. Wow. Like, that's not Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's a different kind of Mm-mm. guy. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I don't know. They they put the rock in like a movie where he's supposed to be like an underdog guy. And he's just like the biggest dude in the world. It's like, what the fuck? What's going on here? Oh yeah. And they got to squeeze him into that, uh, that khaki button down shirt. That's just, just big enough to fit him. Very curious. Uh, I think he's worn that in like the past four, the past four movies I've seen him in. I'm like, is that the same khaki colored shirt? I think they're, I, you know what I think I, I, I'd be, I would not be surprised at all, at all. If, uh, they had the rock like in a remake of die hard, which totally negates yeah. the reason oh, yeah. to have the guy that's in it. But, uh, yeah, yeah. They want the rock to be in big trouble in little China. Um, I don't know. I, oh. you know, I've watched a lot of reboots now, like a lot of them. And uh, they're weird. Oh, yeah. I will say that. They're very fucking, they're bad, most of them. Uh, You know, if I had to pick one I liked, uh, Conan was, Conan whipped ass. So there is Conan. I've I've actually watched that one. And yeah, I I, I loved the Conan (laughs) movie. I was like, oh, this this is awesome. It was, I like, I got, I got incredibly baked. And just watched it and was like, yeah, this is, this is a badass movie. And they're like, my partner's like, do you recommend it? I'm like, do you like bad movies though? Yeah. It's weird because you like, it's, a, it's good, but it is kind of a bad movie. Yeah. It's weird. I, I started thinking about like the other ones where it's like, 
is there another good one? And, uh, you know, I had a little bit of fun with, I had a little bit of fun with uh, the first, the Red Dawn, but not because it's good, mm-hmm. but because it's goofy as It's yeah. dumb. You know what I mean? So I did have fun with Red Dawn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Most of them, though, I, I thought they were, I mean, the Conan was good. The rest of them I thought were pretty, sh- like, that fucking RoboCop movie. Oh, I've never seen something willfully oh. miss the point than that movie. <laughs> Oh, oh God, yeah. Uh, like, by the way you're describing it, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm glad I passed on that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's I had bad. it cute. I had it like in the in my. I should watch this soon lineup. And I, I was listening to you guys. I'm like, you know what? I'm glad they watched it for me. That's good enough. I don't need it's to watch so, it. It's so funny when, like, I always I, I do these series, and I'm like, you shouldn't have to listen to that. If that may, like, I'm doing this so you don't have to. And then people are like, oh, I'll just watch all the movies. You know, I don't have anything to do. And I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> These movies fucking suck. I don't yeah, want to yeah. put you in that position. Yeah, you're taking the mental language. I don't have to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want well, people to go. I was to like, that was two hours out of my day. The original MCU series was brutal, those movies. Fucking brutal. Uh. Oh God! I, someone who's I, actually watched like most of those, like in college, like put them on with like the boys in the house. Yeah, uh, the that the oh man, that was. I, I was listening to it. And I was like, God, I don't remember him being this bad, but I can imagine like going in 2011, going, "This is this is stupid," and just like not paying attention, and then like having having to watch them in earnest is a way different experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, watching them and taking notes is like, oh, don't do that. Oh. Don't don't ever put yourself. And I don't even know why I ended up doing that other than like I hadn't I hadn't seen any of them. I was going through a period of my life where uh I I was middle brow Brian where I was just never going to touch something like that. And then when when I I oh, yeah. had thought about them one day and I just said, ah, you know, it'd probably be pretty funny if, uh, it would probably be pretty funny if you, uh, it would probably be pretty funny if you watched all these movies and then watched them all was like, I shouldn't have done that. That was not a good idea, but, uh, yeah. Psychic (laughs) gasoline. Uh, give me a minute. I might be able to help you. Uh, he was in the queue. And then he got hung up on somehow. I don't know how he got hung up on. I'm I'm not even on that page. So what the hell, you know? Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Taking notes, but like taking notes on that kind of movie sounds like the kind of pain. Like I'm doing these like night classes so I can get uh, another another CompTIA certificate so I can make a little more money. You know? And holy shit, I forgot how uh, mind-numbingly boring. studying anything can be when you're just not interested in it at all yeah 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 yeah. any of those things i was i was a cable i i i was a when i was a cable guy there were these different courses you could take to make more like you Mm -hmm. automatically i think you got like an 800 dollars bonus and you got like a little bump in pay and i was like yeah i'm not gonna do i never did it they would try to encourage me to do it it's 800 bucks brian i'm like yeah it was just you know I gotta have a life here. Yeah, I, oh. I get, everything can't be cable. Oh yeah, I'm kind of at like a, an, an impasse. It's like, uh, 
if I did, if I get the certificate, I'll be able to make more money quicker instead of kind of grinding it out on the bottom for another year. I'm like, eh, do I want to? Uh, I was doing it. I'm like, oh, I gotta kind of regret this, but we're gonna stick through it and see what happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I just, yep. I mean, what are you gonna do? Really, you got a job. You got to do the job. I, I mean, not. It just is yep. like once you get you get a job and then you you uh uh you either you have to like go all in on it so you can make the maximum amount of money or you have to go half-assed on it and just realize that you're going to be spending a lot of time <laughs> hustling you know what I mean? like you're not going to oh, make yeah. as much money but it's I, half-assed uh, yeah because like I, this is like a career, I did like a career change last year because I was like a sous chef chef type for a while and like I was just hustling way too hard and I, I realized because I went like gray in like a year and a half I'm like what in the hell is this I had like all my hair and then it's like bam you're gray and it's half gone so yeah, yeah. Like, oh shit and the stress was just eating me alive I'm like I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch to IT this is a little this is a little easier so like half my day I can fuck off and it's kind of great but also like you know, getting get like they're like, yeah. If you if you get this certificate, you'll be able to get jobs that are like twenty four dollars an hour. And for Columbus, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it you just you can take a little bit of time off for a little bit, and then uh, uh, or or I'm sorry, you can take part of the day off. That's what's nice about getting in an office. Yeah, is that like you want to work mm -hmm. in an office, and uh, <laughs> it, it, it you know. Uh, that was my dream job when yeah. I was, that was my dream job when I was working at the cable or not at the cable company, but as a roofer, uh, my dream oh. job was absolutely nothing, but it was just office. I just, my dream jobs in an office. I don't give a shit what the work is. So I, I, I identify with the, uh, sous chef just being like, I just, my dream job is something that's not sous chef. Yeah, just something where I could just something where I could sit and like I know like I either have Saturday off or if I'm going in it's a half day like I, it's not a ten hour day. Yeah, you like, don't get shit all half over. Half my days you. would have been like nine hour days. Oh yeah, I'm not coming back smelling like like grease and stuff. I did have like I did like smell like steak for a while, and that was like my my secret with all animals. People are like, oh my god, animals love you. I'm like, no, I smell like food. They don't love me. They're just curious about me. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, animals hate me, so. Yeah, and, I, and like, I'm not like a huge dog person, so like, dogs getting up on me, kind of, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, you know, your dog's cool, right? He's not going to like freak out and like start licking my shit, right? He's cool, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, he's fine. Normally they would be, but then you get those dogs that are just a little bit too friendly, and they're like trying to lick, I'm like, they're just trying to lick you. I'm like, get out of here, man. Lick your balls and shit. I hate that. I've always said dogs stick their nose in my <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. balls and ass. It's the worst fucking feeling Every time. forever. Yeah. Uh, Mochi in the chat oh, said, yeah. I it's work like, in the butcher block. It's like they're block. invading your space. I work in the butcher block at oh, a grocery boy. store, and I bust ass all day for no money. Uh, man, that is mm -hmm. the butcher. My, my brother, Jason, who is here, bad. actually uh, worked in a butcher shop for two days, I think. And said it's too gross. <laughs> Don't want to do that. So, I uh, I had a guy bully the the best thing ever. I had just like brought him in for like a. Oh, you watched the bear, so you know like, like that, that first episode where they had they hired that one gal to do like a, a tour and then work and then figure out if she wanted to stay or not. 
Yes. Yes. Uh, we kind of did that with this dude. He made it 30 minutes into the day. He was like, hey, I'm going to take a smoke break. I'm like, all right, cool. We're pretty slow. And then he just like, like, like the, like the deadbeat dad joke, went out for a cigarette and never came back. 30 minutes <laughs> into the shift. I'm like, wow, that's a new world record. That's a new world record. I love this guy. He, he's an inspiration. Yeah, he hated that. He, he really, really hated it. Oh, yeah. Uh, rats in the chat says, I want an oh, office yeah, job was- so bad. Listen, if you're doing anything but an office job, all you can think about is office job. <laughs> it was really where I was at yeah. the whole time before I started at the call center was just like anything in a fucking office, man. Just I just need an office. I want to oh, be. Yeah, and like that's why when people are like, jobs. yeah, and people are like, they act like I'm making fun of like, of like spreadsheet people, people that work at spreadsheet places. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like, uh, uh, would love that. I love spreadsheets. I'm not making fun of you at all. I would fucking oh, yeah. be in there doing spreadsheets. Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, for sure. You're like my, one of my buddies worked as, as like one of those when I was doing chef stuff, he always talked about like, man, work was busy today. I'm like, damn, it must've been nice to have like, you know, a six hour a day with a paid lunch and you know, actual breaks instead of just getting your ass kicked all day. That's, that's hard work, bud. Yeah. He's like, oh, come on, man. Don't be like that. I'm like, no, I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad at my current situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know that. Um, well, thank you for calling. Oh, um, you got anything oh, yeah. to plug or anything or I just calling to talk to me? I don't have anything. I'm just, yep, just, just calling to, call to say hi. And, uh, you know, I don't have anything to promote. I'm just a humble meme farmer on the internet. So, Well, thank you so much. For uh, calling in. I, I no really problem. appreciate it. Appreciate you Oh, yeah. Bye. Okay, psychic gasoline. Call. And one, give me one second here. Go ahead and call psychic gasoline now. And uh, you will get in. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody wants an office job. And it, that's ex- rats is right. In a chat says all my office job friends make like six figures and can play CSGO during the day and it's insane. And I'm with you, dude. All of I just it always looked so fucking fun to to be in an office. You know, I've talked about when I was a kid, right? Uh, uh, God, I I I used to like my dream was to work at a jewelry store for some reason because I had only ever worked at like fast food restaurants. And, uh, it just wasn't for me, you know, like, like I didn't want to be dirty and gross and shit like that. And I just thought the cleanest possible place you could work is a, is a, is that is a, a jewelry store. So I'm just a little bit of me. I know that's pretty wild. Uh, thank you for calling street fight. Who am I talking to tonight? Hey, Brian, this is Mike from Grand Rapids, Michigan. What's up, Mike from Grand Rapids, Michigan? How you doing tonight? Not much, not much. I just want to take a quick moment and shout out whoever was in the chat who who is also a butcher. I too am a butcher. I All actually, right. you know, my employer, good old, good old Meyer of Midwest. <clears throat> <laughs> I, I was just there recently but looking I for actually, a certain type of coffee, which they nice. Oh, what's your brand? Well, it's not my brand. Oh. I, I don't want to say it's my brand. It's my wife's brand, but she likes the uh, Starbucks uh, with 
vanilla cream, some kind of vanilla cream thing. And it's in a brown bottle and it seems to be out everywhere. So I drove a little bit out into the suburbs and stopped at a Meyer to see if they had it, but they didn't have it. I think it's just supply chain shit uh, more than likely. Well, I apologize on behalf of my, I apologize for my employer, but I actually, I at work today. Today was my first day back after a week and a half of vacation, but I had a street fight moment at work today in uh, my okay. mind, at least let's hear it. it it was right at the end of the shift, right? And, you know, we've been bearing a brunt. If you work retail in this era, you've been bearing the brunt because everything costs more and people are pissed off. And I get it. But I had a lady come up and she she had went to one of my colleagues and she wanted to speak to the, I want to speak to the head person in charge. And it's, you know, it's quarter to six on a Sunday night. Nobody in charge is there. So I come out and I talk with her and she's like, I'm sick of all these sales. You used to just be able to buy something on sale, and now you got to buy three, four, five things to get the oh. sale price. She was going on and on. Thank and you, ma'am. I feel I was that just way too. Vent. Yeah, I feel that way too. <laughs> exactly. I'm with that no, literally, like in my head, what would Brian do? And I was just like, yeah. I agree with you 100%. And I think the only way it's going to stop is if we march to their headquarters with torches and pitchforks. You know? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, and I don't know. It was just... Sorry. I'm sorry. Go sorry. ahead. I did not... What, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say that it was really rewarding because at the end of it, you know, she came up kind of pissed off and by the end I had her laughing and it just... I don't know. It was a good feeling. It was a good vibes moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. I, I used to love like, uh, talking with the customers, like, like I'm on, uh, Hey, I'm on your side. I, I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> so I, yeah. I did kind of the same hey, thing. I agree with you. Yeah. Hey, you know, don't yell at me. I'm with you. We should say something to somebody. I, I will. I'll tell my boss that. <laughs> I just hate brushing people off, you know, I really, and uh, you know, it's like, there's that little voice in the back of my head. It's like everything you do, you know, you're just helping the man out, but also it's like your work. You got, I got to see these people, you know, at least once oh, yeah. a week, usually. No, so, you should help. I mean, I, you, you know, I just, you don't have yeah, to, you just got to make, I just try to make them happy. Yeah. That's how Yo, I was too, man. That's the I'm path too, I'm too resistance. old for that. Yeah. That's called the path of least resistance, and I do that. That's my life. That's my life. Uh, uh, that's my motto in life. So, I yeah. wholeheartedly endorse that. A um, couple calls ago, you guys were mentioned talking about community spaces and how they're just shrinking. And what crossed through my head was how the fact that cause I grew up um, north of Grand Rapids in a small little you know rural bumpkin town that got devastated when a factory left about 20 years ago. And uh, we used to have a big old 4-H fair. There used to be like a tri-county free fair that would be put on. And it all had like this kind of agrarian base. Like it was all these farmers bringing out their products, their animals. You could buy stuff directly from the people that made it. There were rides and it was free you know, other than like buying stuff, but the admission was free and it used to be a great thing. 
And even before the COVID pandemic, it all dried up. Yeah. And they yeah. just stopped doing it. Yeah. That, I mean, they, there's and not a lot just, of free shit happening out there. We have like a little festival every weekend or so, two weeks during the summer. So there is that. But like, I I think like, yeah, we should be doing, we should be doing festivals every weekend. Why the hell not? It's a lot of fun. We just had a Greek festival here in Grand Rapids and admission was three bucks and it was held at a church and it was just, it was just wonderful. Yeah, It was just wonderful. And there were so many people there. Nothing was too expensive and it just felt like such an oddity. But thinking back to my childhood, we did stuff like that all the time. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. A festival per week. Blood I kind, I kind of feel too. like is this is this the new world version of just two old men griping about how things used to be better? Well, and we just, just got, become our dads no matter what. I agree. I agree. Um, <laughs> but uh, hey, thanks for calling in. I, I got a. I got another call no you got people coming thanks brian you love you guys i appreciate it have a good night all right i am answering what i'm gonna call the last call uh let's see what we got here thank you for calling street fight who am i talking to tonight it's psychic gasoline my friend how you doing I did it. I got you in. See, I'm a, I'm a smart boy. I'm doing okay. How are you? Yeah. Man, I am doing, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm doing, uh, so Matt, I'm actually at my lunch right now and to call I'm in the middle of a shift of, of a kind of a bear shift. I don't work at a restaurant, but it feels like it. You know, I got two call offs, you know, so I've been working by myself, picking and packing, and like just trying to like you know tread water um but uh yeah yeah it's it's crazy so i mean i could uh, i got i've had a couple of different things uh on my mind a couple of them are uh existential i would say um maybe a couple are topical I'm thinking uh, I could I could talk about something Dave Ramsey said that pissed me off and it just stuck with me and I was going to get your opinion on it. I, even though I think I know what your opinion is going to be, I might be interested in hearing what you what you have to say about it. Uh, All right, let's hear it. So I don't know. It was, it was one of his recent recent clips, but it just it, it just hit me like a fucking ton of fucking bricks, and it made me feel like such a shit, like a piece of shit. And it was uh, that, like, basically the people who rent, like, basically shouldn't consider it where they rent their home. Oh, as in, like, you, it shouldn't matter where it's at? Is that what you're saying? Like, people who rent. No, like, Dave Ramsey said, Dave Ramsey said that the renters, that's not, like, where they rent, that's not their home. Yeah, it's the the whoever owns like the landlord that's their home. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, I guess like there are times where I feel like it's my house, and there are times where I feel like it's not. It's it's a really weird. That is what it's like to be a renter, though. But I would say that if you're renting from the type of landlord like I am, where it's like two people that just own a couple of uh, duplexes, uh, 
I think you get the vibe that it's their home because they're fucking always around. But like, if I live in an apartment complex, well, that's fucking my house. I mean, you know, I don't see the landlord ever. Like, I see my landlord twice a week, every week. So it just is kind of like they're always there. So I'm like, yeah, yeah this is their house. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, you know, and and I, I thought that might be an interesting thing to bring up because we're going to have different perspectives. You know, I mean, people would have different perspectives that. You know, maybe that the renting's all they have ever done, or the, and I say I grew up in a house that my my like my parents owned. You know, so my perspective is like it can. I've been renting since I moved out, and I'm like, it never felt you know anywhere that I've lived. Even there, I've lived in a house most recently. Still, it's like at all times, it's like, hey, just just a reminder, let you know that like I could fuck your whole goddamn day up by saying like two words to you you know as coming from your landlord it's like hey if you want i just i just want to remind you uh i could fuck your whole like life up right now if i really wanted to yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's just like it's that that that's that thought in the back of my mind and it's like and maybe it's like there's been an adversarial relationship maybe that's gone into it but man when i fucking hear dave ramsey say this shit and i'm like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing watching dave ramsey anyway most of the time i was like maybe i can get out I'm of fucking it. debt I do. <laughs> maybe. I mean, he like, yeah, maybe, I, maybe I can. No, I know, but same time, it's like, why torture ourselves? I'm like, I, I just want to hear this clown fucking laugh at poor people. At the same time, I'm like, why am I doing it? But then when yeah. he said that, man, I'm like, God, you are, but just a, you're, you're just such a piece of shit, and you hate people that have nothing, don't right. you? <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, that that really is the truth. Is like. I mean, he's just an asshole. He's just a guy that has a lot of money. And uh, that's the fucking problem. You know what I mean? Like, he's the problem. I don't think he feels particularly guilty about having the money. I think he no. feels like he earned no. it. And it's like, bro, you didn't earn that money. Get the fuck out of here with that. Hush. I read that fucking... So in, his book, in, his, in that fucking book, right? Uh, I read that book. And he said at one point in it, he said that he had to drive a a Cadillac with Bondo on it for six months. So that oh, basically no. that means he knows what it's like to live a hard life. Oh no, that's so scary! <laughs> yes. Oh man, that sucks. Yes. Too bad for you, sir. Yes, that is in the Total Money Makeover. I don't know what step yeah. that is, but it's definitely in the fucking book. Bondo. Fuck that guy, man. Uh, He's like, ah, oh, he called it the Bondo buggy, and I was like, God damn it. I, I mean, look, when the, rich guys, I'm sure, yeah. I hate when rich guys talk about what they did when they had less money. Like, it's the yeah. stupidest <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, yeah, fuck Dave Ramsey, man. That guy's such a prick. He's always trying to make yeah. you do something like, like, like he wants you to live like shit. Like you don't only get you only get to live one fucking time. You know what I mean? And he wants oh, you to live like 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 paupers almost. <laughs> what does he expect that literally everybody's going to own like property? Like yeah. so I mean, your money's gotta come from somewhere, asshole. Like I don't know where you think it comes from, but it comes from us. You know, I wouldn't be surprised to find out. I don't know about this, but I wouldn't be surprised to find out if he got some help from his parents or something like that. I mean, I don't know. I didn't read his book, but I just, if I 
if I, I'm sure that he didn't start at nothing, uh, which is, you know, absolutely the shit. I hate that guy. Well, one of the things, one of the things he always talks about, and it's and probably revealing myself that I have listened to Dave Ramsey a little bit too much, but it's, uh, that they did, he, like, he's like, well, we did a study on the most number of millionaires ever in the history of studies. And uh, what we found was, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you just can't just say, hey, I'm just going to walk around and tell people, hey, man, look, like, I did a study in the most amount of, like, uh, pizza slices available per capita in this area, and it was this town. Like, you just make it shit up. Yeah. Like, who, like how, what kind of a fucking weird, weird ass study is that? We went around and like, I talked to rich people and let me tell you, all they want to tell you is like, uh, everything about how hard they had it and how much, like how much money they didn't have and how hard they had to work. Not motherfucking one rich person is going to be upfront with how they got their really, their money. That's just not, this is just not going to happen. For sure. You know, for sure. Yeah. It, it just isn't. No, they don't even like talk. Rich people don't like talking about anyway. Well, uh, it's good to hear no. from you, Psychic Gasoline. Tell people where to find For you sure. on Twitter because you're a good follow. Oh, thanks. Uh, my Twitter, what is my freaking Twitter? It is. I don't do as much. I don't do as much Twittering. Fart. Uh, it's, it's, my Twitter is at fat. fat <laughs> yes, no, fat it is hammer. fat at fat, fat rocker five thousand. Yeah, fat rocker five thousand. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fart. It's not. Fart hammer. It's there is a fart rocker, hammer. But there is a fart hammer. I see them fave my tweets Yeah. Well, thanks for calling. That's it's good funny. to hear from you, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for taking the call. Peace. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Well, that is Street Fight for this Sunday night. I will be back on Wednesday. Uh, you know, talking shit. I don't know what yet, but uh, we'll see you then. Bye. I got three phones, one for hoes, halves, and quarters. In the door, I keep my pointers back for shooters and snorters. Back when money was shorter, shorty ain't gonna let me torture. Now I shoot it on her forehead and don't pay her a quarter. Wasn't meant, but I forced it. Had to get with the sources. Swear out of ship, niggas mortgage. I bought it in, gave out portions. I supply and enforce it. I'm the guy, gave them order. Living hell gave you water. They'll kill you for joy. Doja. If I give him extra, we can roll it over Meet the quota, serving all on papers Pistol out the holster Niggas know that I'm a soldier No love for all my opposers Front and quarters I'ma get it right and not a nugget over Couple folders, up repeat my plays I'm going through the motions Bro gon' shoot, he thank you, Corva Three at once, he thank you, Yori Two, two, threes, he thank you, Jordan Never made it off his corner Never came at me with shorts So up and downs, I'm gon' support him Pumping pounds from here to Florida Bust it down with my supporters Couple grand to get him tortured Stuffing grams I made a fortune, made a fortune. driving be there in the morning. in the morning. I bring in the biggest portions. The biggest niggas get hit with 45 yeah. phones. I got, I got, I got three phones, one for hoes, halves, and quarters. In the door, I keep my pointers back for shooters and snorters. Back when money was shorter, shorty ain't gonna let me torture. Now I shoot it on her forehead and don't pay her a quarter. Wasn't meant, but I forced it. Had to get with the sources. Swear out of ship, niggas mortgage. I bought it in, gave out portions. I supply and enforce it. I'm the guy, gave them order. Living hell gave you water. They'll kill you for joy. Nigga, please, plug talk. He speak Vietnamese. I just nod and look him in his eyes, cause he gon' send him peace. He say, Jorge, you do good with 
weed, but can you handle keys? And his hits pending. Some nigga ran off with 60 G's. He know that I need the money. He know that I'm with the shit, but some ain't right. Think he might be trying to put me in a twist. First time thought calling it quits. I can sense it ain't the same. I've been out here dancing with the devil. I'm starting to feel the flame, but this my plug. And I love him more than Jesus. He told me I'm a genius, but play stupid to them people. It's an art to be deceitful. Never let a nigga read you. If he peep you, he can beat you. I can feed you if I need to.